What is it with you and women? It's Harmless Phosphorescence. This is your host, Thoreau Smiley, rookie, fresh from Baltimore. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and it's going to get worse before it gets better, pretty boy. Not a sailor, and I'm not a cop. I'm Brian Lesh. I am Alaric Weber, stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> and this yeah. is yeah. Armless Boss for Oh, did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> <laughs> you watched a cartoon horse movie instead. <laughs> Uh, and this is a harmless phosphorescence. Uh, this is the uh, podcast and the uh, YouTube channel where we uh, watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, and we tell you all about it. And uh, guys, uh, this show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Just head over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We've got tons of bonus content there, including a Star Wars miniseries, holiday shows, a personal history of sound, which is uh, about albums that are important to us. Uh, we've got the American Top 4, where we recommend songs to you every week. Um, and we got our monthly movie episodes. Uh, those come out every month and it only costs a buck to watch them we've got a bunch on there now uh this month we're going to be doing a new one on american graffiti so head on over patreon.com slash harmless entertainment and you too can uh join in the fun and be a patron uh this week however on harmless phosphorescence we are going to be watching the spirit what are you that's what the woman asked me am i some sort of ghost I still move. I still breathe. I'm still alive. The bad guys are winning. Right now, we got our hands full. You're a mess. Three bullets. Straight through me. Last night, you were 20 minutes from the morgue, and now look at you. To do something about the spirit. Our profits are down 20%. Spirit thinks he can't stay hurt. I'm getting El Spirito dead while I still can. Something's going down here. Could be big. Octopus big. I'm the octopus. I got eight of everything. You're not making this easy. in a specialist. Someone to seal the deal. She's got a thing for the bling. Sans Serif. So you want me to be a girl? There probably isn't a law in the books that you wouldn't break. Do I look like a good girl? Somebody get me a tie, and it sure as hell better be red. We are locked and loaded. Is every damn woman in this damn hellhole out of her damn mind? No, sir. You're just equipped. I'm gonna kill you all kinds of dead. I'm on my way. 
Christmas. It was a Christmas movie. <laughs> Did you see the uh, URL for the movie website? My City Screams, which leads me to my theory that this man is having sex with the city. He is. He's 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 putting his penis inside of manholes and bricks, like holes and walls. Like he's just literally fucking the city. Yeah. Um. Oh God, the spirit. Uh, released December twenty fifth, two thousand eight. No, no, no. You said a Christmas movie. I was like, oh, December second. No, no, literally Christmas Day. That is a big day. A yeah. lot of families go to the movies on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were. I wonder how many people mistakenly thought this was a Christmas movie because the spirit. Oh, oh, the spirit. The spirit. The spirit of, of Christmas yeah. holidays. Right. You know. <laughs> I wonder how many people thought this was for mass consumption. It was not. I wonder how many people thought this movie was worth watching in any way whatsoever. Well, let's find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, okay. It cost $60 million and took in a total of $39 million. So it flopped. Wow. Big big flop uh, Christmas 2008. Um, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Jesus weighs in. Yeah. No good. Um it did open against some uh, competition, which means it's time for us to talk about the box office top 10 game. Here it is, guys. This is the game where I will count down the uh, top 10 movies of uh Christmas week 2008. Um you guys will try to guess what movie I'm describing based on the box office mojo description. And uh, you're also going to try to guess where the spirit opened. Um, I don't know. Al, <laughs> I'll have you go first. I don't think I can go first very often. Where do you think this opened? Um, seven. Al goes seven. Uh, Josh, what are you thinking? Seven's good. You're going to take seven also? <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to piggyback on what he's saying. And, yeah, uh, eight. Josh goes eight. If this made $39 million, I think it made it almost all of it Christmas weekend. I'm going to go with number four. All right. Yeah, there's no way this had good word of mouth. Yeah. (laughs) And I have some points to make. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. Um, Yes, I agree. (laughs) Um, So, all right, here we go. The box office top 10 game coming in at number 10. A Catholic school principal questions a priest's ambiguous relationship with a troubled young student. This is that movie starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, basically. Uh, This looks like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Oh, yes. So very, very serious. Yeah, it was. It won a lot of awards. Um, It was one of his last. Uh, I can't remember. It's, it's a, one word, right? Like the yeah. witness or the yeah. sacrament. It is one word. Everybody guess one word. <laughs> da- oh, we got a guess over here. Doubt. Al? Um, yeah, Andrea guessed doubt. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's doubt. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> Our game is ruined. Doubt. Thanks a lot, Andrea. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> For being right. Um, I, I was going to go with perseverance, <laughs> but I gave up. And I was going to go with lollipop. <laughs> um, 
Now we're just naming things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's number 10 for the week. Coming in at number nine, rookie cop Denny Colt returns from the beyond as the spirit, a hero whose mission is to fight against the bad forces in Central City. Opened wow. at nine and nine. still made $39 million. Opened at number nine. Uh, it took in $19 million, uh this weekend, the Christmas weekend. Um, which means another twenty. Yeah, it did half its money in the first weekend. Probably the rest it limped through for another couple months. But uh, just on star power of Samuel Jackson and Scarlett Johansson, basic. and Eva Mendes. Yeah, yeah, in two thousand eight. Well, they became a yeah, exactly. They became a bankable couple. <laughs> yeah, they did. So that's why it's hard to watch this shit because you've oh, seen yeah. Black Widow and Nick Fury. And I mean, Sam Jackson is like just going balls to the wall with it but yeah. scarlett johansson's acting like she's in like a, a a high school like production of something like it's yeah bad. that's a good way to put it i hope I Colin she makes fun of really yeah yeah yes. i mean she's You're right she's got a lot of natural Ooh. charisma but i thought she gave a terrible performance personally <laughs> yeah uh, to me this is I, like I, classic scar joe before black widow happened this is she was just so dry and everything she was just like reading i could hear the lines on the page when she read it like well maybe i'm coming out of some sort of closet here but is she a good actor yeah Yeah, she has her moments she can be but she's not always instead of my dogs yeah i mean i i love her personally she's like i said like tons of personal charisma She's ScarJo. I mean, world. yeah, what are you going to do? She's yeah, ScarJo. Yeah. She's awesome. But I she's not guess. always a great actress. Yeah, I think she's better than, but she hovers in that Drew Barrymore area. Yeah. So it's always delightful. But sometimes it's very wooden. But, hey, nobody was wooden in this because of their acting abilities. I believe it was Frank Miller in these ship yeah 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 see yeah i think maybe that's it maybe scarlett mm-hmm. johansson needs a director who can bring the performance out yeah like like you know getting the the uh the <laughs> statue out of the brick of marble right i oh. she was one of my favorite parts of this movie i think the character demanded the performance she gave yeah i i, I thought it i thought it fit the character as much as it could. I saw, anyway. Well, no, no. I, I understand the I performance agree. she was going for, and I agree that fit the character. I just don't think she achieved what she was going for because she was very, very wooden, like reading a script. It sounded like she was right, reading fine. a script. My, that's what I thought. That's my opinion. You, I just think you're good. taking this way too seriously. That's all. <laughs> Thank you, Al. What are we doing here? To uh, quote the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah, she was she was a bright spot. I will. She had a cute little accent sometimes, and I wish she leaned into it because that would have made it more. Yeah. Yeah. It but it was uh, yeah, it was kind of cute when she first shows up by the truck. Back to the top ten. We're at number eight. Oh yeah, we're still playing it. Yeah, yeah, we're playing we're playing a game here, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we were playing Monopoly. Uh, coming in at uh, number eight. Um, an alien visitor and his giant robot come to Earth. Is Iron Giant? No, no, it's not. That was like, what, 10 years ago? Oh, Transformers? No, no. <laughs> but that also does fit the description. Apollo 14, the new <laughs> batch. 
Uh, any guesses, Al? Uh, no. The day the Earth stood still. Oh, uh, Keanu as uh, what's his oh, face? Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was the robot's name? Gorg. Gorg. Gorn. Uh, something like that. Something. Yeah. Something. Uh. Yeah. Um. And coming in at number seven, an unusually brave mouse helps to. <laughs> Door happiness. I'd say any bravery is unusual. <laughs> a mouse, yeah. Happiness to a forlorn kingdom after making friends with a gentleman rat. Is this Nim? No. The rats of Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> the rats of Narnia. Whole uh, subseries. Oh, uh, uh, shit. I... It is animated. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the tale of Despero. Oh wow! Okay, I just, huh. yeah, which it wasn't bad. Um, I had kids around 2008, so I saw a lot of kids' movies from that era. Um, well, was, it's a very charming book. I mean, yeah, yeah. The the movie wasn't bad. I have never read the book personally. <laughs> it's on my Kindle list. <laughs> I'll get to it. Uh, coming in at it's numbers. Uh, coming in at number six, a man with a fateful secret embarks on an extraordinary journey of redemption by forever changing the lives of seven strangers. <laughs> That's oh, so vague. That, that one, by the way, I did not change that description at all. <laughs> this is like a number of ounces or something. Right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, like it's, that's, yeah. that's the general kind of area you're in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, seven yeah, grams. It's, yeah, is it seven grams? No, it's not seven it's grams. Most, it's not grams. It's what they pur- Think imperial. Oh, yeah, it's what they they proposed the soul weighs, right? Yeah, which is seven eight and a half grams. ounces, not ounces. I mean, I ounces. Um, <laughs> heavier. The whole ounce <laughs> seven pounds. Yes. Oh wow! Stone. <laughs> yeah, seven leagues That's, under the. This sea. is the one where he he like gives people his organs after he dies, right? I never Great saw it. It's Will Smith, it. but I never saw yeah. that one. Yeah, I think this is the one where he wills out all of his organs. Yeah, this was the era when Will Smith was trying to like, like make like these like very like like spiritual kind of like like Oscar Beatty movies, where he yeah. where he was almost a Scientologist. Yeah, almost, almost. like winking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Edward James almost. Uh coming in at number five. A man challenges himself to say yes to everything. Oh my gosh. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes. Yeah. Yes, point for Josh. This is the first point score, even though we've had <laughs> correct answers. Oh, Andrea. <clears throat> um, Andrea also uh, gets a point for uh, ruining the game. Oh, well, <laughs> I get three quarters of a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by law. Um, opening this week at number four. Um, ooh, uh, dramatization of the assassination and political coup plot by desperate renegade army officers. Oh, this is the one uh, d- d- about them trying to kill Hitler. Yes. Fuck. Oh. This is Daniel Inglorious Craig. Bastards? Not Inglorious Bastards. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. Like oh. Project Valkyrie. Or, yeah. It's it's just Valkyrie. Yeah. But yeah, Project Valkyrie is what it's dramatizing. Valkyrie, Bert um, Nelly. Cru- 
Uh, Tom Cruise, I believe. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah. And, and you look at him and you're like, I don't believe he wants to stop the Nazi. No, <laughs> he's into this whole situation. <laughs> They're about self-actualization, too. Hitler had very few thetans. Um, at number three, opening. He had up. none or all, one or the other. Yeah, I can't. I don't know which. Uh, number opening at number three this week. A man, the tale, the tale of a man who starts aging backwards with consequences. <laughs> <laughs> That's the this description. Old bingy button, right? Yeah. The, 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 the curious case thereof. The curi- yes, and so curious points all around, but but in a few minutes the points will disappear because they'll have aged into embryos. <laughs> has anyone actually read the uh, short story that's based on it's uh, what's his face um, that did uh, that did Gatsby? Um, F. Scott, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Has anyone read? I read read the short story. It's about no. two pages long. Um, but uh, yeah, no, but it's it's about the height of Benjamin Button. Yeah, um, it's really like like I read it before the movie was being made. Like so, this was years and years and years ago. But um, it like really affected me. It's like a really like wow, that's rough. That's a rough rough thing. Especially like the ending is like everything faded into milky whiteness, and he was no more. Like. Um, All right, so that was number three. Uh, Coming in at number two, I mean, you know, it was F. Scott Fitzgerald. (laughs) Coming in at at number two, (laughs) uh, a hotel handyman's life changes when the (laughs) lavish stories he tells his niece and nephew start to magically come true. There were two of these movies, though. There were. Not Big Fish. The other one? There was an Eddie Murphy and an Adam Sandler. Yeah. Big Fish was similar. Big Fish, I don't think, actually came true. I think they just, we saw what he was saying. Never saw it. Oh, it was a good one. Big Fish was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Albert Finn. So is it the Sandler or the Murphy? Uh, Sandler. Hmm. Is that one called Bedtime Stories? Yes, it is. Bedtime Stories. A bedtime point for you, Josh. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I saw it. Yeah, um, neither did I. Um, and opening at number one this week, a family learns important life lessons from their adorable but naughty and neurotic dog. Oh my god, there are a lot of animals this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starring Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, this is Marley and me. It is oh. Marley and me. Oh. This is the one where they shoot the dog at the end, right? Uh, the dog does die. I don't. <laughs> so spoilers, everybody, oh, for Marley yeah. and me. But yeah, um, <laughs> spoilers. I don't know how. I never saw it. I just. Heard I heard the dog, the dog ages backwards. <laughs> the curious case of Marley and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have made money. Uh, uh, all right, and that is the box office top ten, which brings us to the uh, movie itself, Spirit. Um, Al, Alaric Weber, will you tell us a little bit about the uh, comics background? No, I will, in fact, do that. 
All right. So from the comics, the spirit is a masked crime fighter created by cartoonist <laughs> Will Eisner. First appeared June 2nd, 1940. Um, as the main feature of a 16-page newsprint comic book insert in the Sunday edition of Register and Tribune Syndicate newspapers. How cool. Uh, this was a move on the part of the papers to cash in on the comic book boom of the time. Sensational. <laughs> the comic would be carried in 20 Sunday papers in the 40s with a circulation of 5 million copies. Whoa. The Spirit newspaper insert continued until October 5th of 1952. So uh, the Spirit is a masked vigilante who fights crime with the blessing of Police Commissioner Dolan. Um, that dude was the commissioner? Yeah. He was. All right. Um, formerly a young detective and criminologist named Denny Colt, who was presumably killed in the first three pages of the premier comic story, uh, it is later revealed to Commissioner Dolan that Colt had gone into suspended animation caused by an experiment of arch-villain Dr. Cobra. Uh, he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, his true identity as Denny Colt is rarely referred to outside the first issue, the character being simply the spirit. The Spirit stories explored a variety of styles from crime, drama, and noir to lighthearted adventure, mystery and horror, to comedy and love stories, often with hybrid elements that twisted genre and reader expectations. The Spirit had the abilities of an outstanding athlete and hand-to-hand -hand combatant, an almost superhuman endurance, and was a master detective. Uh, superhuman longevity was added in later non-Eisner stories, and a healing factor was added for this movie. Oh, for the movie. Yeah. Mm. The spirit's costume consisted of a blue domino mask, business suit, fedora, and gloves with a white shirt and red necktie. Business suit. <laughs> He's up to business. <laughs> He's going out for business. What are unemployed suits? I don't see the distinction. <laughs> What I'm wearing right now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Though I am employed. Um, let's see. While his attire might change based on situation or locale, the spirit is never seen without his blue mask and gloves. Except in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the spirit stories have been published uh, to the near present under houses such as Harvey Comics, Kitchen Sink Press, DC, IDW, and Dynamite Entertainment. Contributors have included Frank Miller, Brian Boland, John Byrne, Alan Moore, Dave Gibbons, Neil Gaiman, Jeff Loeb, Sergio Aragonis, and Matt Wagner. Wow. Wow. Not exactly lightweights. No. Nope. In later years, the character would have team-ups with Batman, the Rocketeer, Green Hornet, and Rima the Jungle Girl. Ooh. Rima? One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> Rima. The, the spirit character originally operated in New York City, but the location was quickly changed to the fictional Central City. Did New York try to sue him? Or? 
probably. I don't know. Just so they could get away with uh, not making it look like New York. They could drive yes. however they wanted. That's how. That's what I would think. Just yeah, why absolutely. limit yourself? That's right. Other characters from the comics. We've already mentioned Police Commissioner Dolan. And we have Ellen Dolan, the commissioner's feisty proto-feminist daughter. Um, didn't say whether she was a didn't say whether she was a doctor or not. I am I Carly. Is is that the the like she's a doctor, so she's a proto-feminist? That does that's a weird uh Yeah, like a, a, weird a lady doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well not of Sarah Paulson though. But we'll get there. Um, we have Lorelai Rocks, an apparent siren who appeared in a single story in 1948 and subsequent DC stories in the 2000s. Oh, wait, she's supposed to be a siren? Uh, she's very siren-like in this movie. She um, is. I didn't, they, I should have put they that. They did not mention her as being a siren. They just said she was death. Yeah. So, but that's, right. that makes sense with all of the Greek like stuff they have going on. I yeah, never put that together, but yeah. The Argo, yeah. Um, then we have the octopus, the spirit's arch enemy, criminal mastermind and master of disguise. The octopus never shows his real face, though he is identified by his distinctive purple gloves. Mm. Hmm. Well, this octopus shows his face yes. up in your face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Sand Serif, childhood friend of Denny Colt. Working in espionage, she usually ends up on the opposite side of the law from the spirit, despite knowing his true identity. And then we have Silken Floss, a nuclear physicist and a surgeon, an accomplice to the octopus. How do those things intersect? How do you get both of those degrees? That's... Right. <laughs> nuclear physicist and a surgeon you know the base needed both yeah she was a phoenix she was a phoenix yeah. the university of phoenix um, i just wanted to briefly mention will eisner um who uh was uh um the original writer artist of the uh spirit um is kind of you know one of the all-time legendary comic artists yeah. um he uh and in, basically invented the graphic novel in um, yeah. the 70s with a, a contract with God uh, that came out in 1978. Um, the comic book hall of fame is called the Will Eisner comic book hall of fame. Yeah. There's an award, I believe even mm-hmm. named after him. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's kind with of the Peabody, but for comics. Yeah. He's kind of like the, the guy of guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, all right. Um, thank you very much, Al. Wow. Um, we'll, uh, that brings us to uh, the film itself, our production background. Um, I'm sorry. Hold up. Those were the only characters that came from. So, like, what about um, Logos, Ethos, Pathos? That seemed very Will Eisner to me. Do you know what I mean? In my yeah. Um, I missed the answer. Yeah. I'm sorry. Al, you cut out a bit there. What was that? Um, in the, uh, in the limited research that I performed, I did not see those characters. Okay. Fair enough. 
the screen printing goons. I didn't yeah. know what else to call them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they must have spent a lot of time, a lot of money on t-shirts. t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so they took side jobs, like they did uh, soccer leagues in Central City. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. The, so, all right. The movie, The Spirit, was written and directed by Frank Miller. So, Frank Frank Miller. Um, he's like, a, I'm sorry, he's like an angry, shitty Neil Gaiman. Yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> they even look similar, but yeah, you know, like just with a chip on his shoulder. Because Neil Gaiman is famously such a nice person. Yeah. yeah. So open creatively. And nobody's tried really successfully to bring his shit to work. But Well, uh, Frank Miller's kind of like a, like a neckbeardy incel version of like Neil Gaiman. Oh my God, I have a huge incel point about this movie. But yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, he's best known um, as a, a uh, comic uh, um, comic book writer um, and artist. Uh, he did The Dark Knight Returns, Sin City, 300. Um, he worked on a lot of titles over the years, um, a lot of Batman stuff, um, Wolverine, um, Daredevil. Ha- Daredevil, Electra. He did a lot of. That's what he's mostly known he for, created, comics. He created Electra, I believe, right? I think so. Did or was we, that... No, Alan Moore didn't do that. Al? I think he did. You did the research on our Electra episode. Do you remember? Um, I believe that was correct. That, uh, yeah. Because he created the... What are they? The Band of the Hand? Or the book Glenn? <laughs> the Band of the Hand. He created the band. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah um he this was his passion project he was a huge spirit fan a huge will eisner fan and he just this was his his passion project and they let him write and direct this movie and gave him 60 million dollars yeah somehow you can tell it's a passion project you could tell that he cared oh yeah um basically he made a movie out of his storyboards Yeah. yeah Yeah, exactly. Which I know ever that sounds ridiculous. Everyone does, but no, that's supposed to be a general idea. But no, you know, he wanted. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is well, and you know, he clearly, you can tell he doesn't, um, have directing experience in None. this. Like, yeah. um, it's, it's barely directed. It's mostly just you know, comic book frames. Yeah. Um, and the actors just kind of show up and do what they're going to do. <laughs> Which um, isn't a lot. No, it's not. Some of them, it's not a lot. You know, like I said, um, Sam Jackson just brought it because <laughs> he's Sam yeah. Jackson and that's what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's odd. The script is terrible and the man is known for his writing. That's why we know <laughs> and like him at all. Yeah. Um, God. So, yeah. Um, this movie had been in development since the 70s. William Friedkin was attached to it at one point. Um, Brad Bird, uh, Gary Kurtz. Um, lots of people. Um, John Terman, uh, was a, who's a screenwriter. Um, he's uh, tons and tons of credits. Uh, he did. Well, he wrote. Tons and tons of writing. As a screenwriter, he did The Crow, Stairway to Heaven, Hulk, and Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, Frank Miller eventually um, got backing and got this thing made. Um, and you know, this is one of those, I'm sorry to say, but you know, some movies, they couldn't have been made until technology caught up to a certain point. This spirit movie could have been a practical effects movie made at any of the times you mentioned and been way better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just like they could have made this shoot. in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. William Friedkin, he did The Exorcist and The French Connection. Like, mm. It would have been a would have been crazy. Yeah, it would have been a very different movie. <laughs> uh, this movie stars Gabriel Mocked as the spirit. Um, he is a uh, let's see. He's best known um, for Suits, the the USA series Suits, um, business suits or unemployed suits. <laughs> um, you'll have to watch the show to find out. Never. <laughs> um, he's worked for years. Um, and a ton of he mo- has. Yes, you are shitting me. A ton of. I, you... <laughs> okay. All well, right. no, I'm saying this wasn't like you know. Um, he was in Behind Enemy Lines, Bad Company, The Recruit, um, The Good Shepherd. Because I said so. He, he, you know, he plays like the fourth build guy in movies a lot. Um, this is one of his only starring film roles. You know, he wasn't bad. He was fine. He's, yeah, he was. He was he's, good enough. He's handsome, and he he hit his his timing a couple times. But you know, I thought he was a total unknown. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like I said, he's he's the third or fourth build guy in, in like a ton of movies. Um. He uh. Let's see. He worked. He's done a lot of TV too. He was in uh. Other than Suits, he was in. The others, Sex in the City, Spin City. Ooh, he was on an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 as Tal Weaver. Well, that's how I know him. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson is in this. We have spoken of Sam Jackson numerous times. We will speak of him again. We won't go back into his uh, his uh, screen credits. Um, Scarlett Johansson. This is our first Scar Joe. Um, hmm. First time we've had her on this show. <laughs> and here she is. No, um, <laughs> she is. Nice to see you. Um, she, uh, let's see, she got her start in uh, kids' movies. She's been working s- since she was little. Um, <coughs> let's see, she was in um, Manny and Lowe, uh, uh, Home Alone 3. Uh, she was in The Horse Whisperer. All of this as a kid, um, or, you know, like a tween. Yeah, I remember in Horse Whisperer. I think that's the first thing I saw her in. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I saw those movies, so I must have seen her in them. But uh, the first time I noticed her as a person would have been Ghost World. Ghost oh, World, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Followed followed up uh, shortly by... Um, oh, wow. She was in Eight Legged Freaks. Um, <laughs> followed, up, followed up by Lost... She was in The Man Who Wasn't There, same year as Ghost World. Wow. Hmm. Oh, wow. Huh. Hmm. Um. Uh, Lost in Translation, of course, is where she like really came into like the public perception as a star, and she was very good in that. She was yeah. great yeah. in that. That's yeah, her and Bill. Uh, that's I love that movie. Um, she carried it more than he did, though. Yeah, I'll she did. Honest. Oh yeah, she was in like she was in every scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and then of course, since then, she's Scarlett Johansson. Um, we will speak of, <laughs> like no, I mean she is. Everyone knows who Scarlett Johansson is. I don't see the need uh, yeah. to go into her every film. I I agree. I um, agree. So, Thank you. Uh, we'll we'll be talking about her again a number of times. Um, Eva Mendez, who we 
last saw on this show in Ghost Rider. Um, we've got Sarah Paulson as Ellen Dolan. Oh, by the way, uh, Seychelle Gabrielle plays young Sand Seraph. She's best uh, best known as being the voice of Asami on The Legend of Korra. Hmm. Um, she's, yeah. Uh, she does a lot of voice work, it looks like. Um, okay, so we've got Sarah Paulson as Ellen Dolson. Uh, that wasn't Kristen Wiig? No. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I always get those two confused. I'm pretty sure it was because of, uh, what, Studio 60 on the Sunset the sun- Strip? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, were they both on that? No, oh, no, just uh, just Sarah Paulson, but she uh, was a sketch performer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, she does an amazing impersonation of a dolphin. Mm. Mm. She's one of my favorite actors. Period. But I feel bad for her. I know. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> why? <laughs> because I don't know. You know, she was still getting there, I, I suppose. But I, I recognize her as a very strong character, especially a very strong female character. But that doesn't even come through. She's just got really in control energy and having her swooning over some dude. Oh, you felt bad for her in this movie. I thought you meant like in general in her life. I was like, what? Oh, is there oh, a tragedy no. I'm unaware of? <laughs> well, she had to play Marsha Clark, but she well, blew uh, the roof off it. Yeah, she did. She was awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. She was in, uh, in um, let's see, uh, Ocean's 8, Bird Box. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see her again on this show in Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. yeah. 12, 12 years a slave um people versus oj simpson like you said um yeah she's great american horror story oh yes i, I there would be no show without her and that's season after season there would be yeah. no show i fell off that after the second season um not every season is good it's like sort of a jumping you know yeah every other one or something uh let's see like the star trek movies yep yeah yeah um, Dan Loria as Commissioner Eust- Eustace Dolan, uh, best known as uh, the dad from the Wonder Years. Yep. Um, that's uh, that's all I ever see. Um, okay, so I thought he was lead detective or captain. No, or like no, that. no, no. He's, he, he's, he's running the, the whole show. He's the commissioner. So commissioner, police commissioners generally do a lot of like paperwork, like politicking. Like, it's a politic. It's a political position. It's an office. Yeah, yeah they don't. It's, gen- like, uh, it's like working your way up to judge. It's, it's one of those situations where like you've been a cop for so long. Now you don't have to be a cop, but you can be the leader of the cop. But Usually the commissioner does not show up at the mud flats to take shoe print impressions. <laughs> no. Not even Jim Gordon messes with that shit. No. No. Um so uh the dad from the Wonder Years uh actually worked a lot outside of the Wonder Years, it appears. <laughs> yeah, um, he did. He did. He was in without a trace, stakeout, and another stakeout. Um <laughs> He was pivotal. Yeah. Oh, uh, we saw him on the monthly movie in Independence Day. Um, I forgot yeah. about that. Um Mm-hmm. He was in Big Mama's house too. Um, he was in the house or the movie, <laughs> both. Uh, <laughs> most recent, most recently, he's been in Holiday. That's 2020 Holiday, which appears to be, oh my god, it's a it stars Emma Roberts and Luke Bracy. It's a Netflix film, um, about a young woman who hates holidays, but. She hires a guy to be her fake boyfriend, yada, yada, yada. Okay. One of those I things. can't believe who gets to make movies. Right. 
infuriating. All right. Uh, Stan Akadic is Morgan Stern. Um, Morgan Stern. Morgan Stern. Uh, she's best known as Kate Beckett in Castle. Is that the main character in Castle? I think so. I've only seen like three episodes. So I don't know. I guess she's besides Castle. Castle. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, I don't know. That's Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion. <laughs> it's my take on that show. Um, uh, let's see. Luis Lombardi as Phobos, Logos, Pathos, Ethos, Balbos, Huevos, and Rancheros. Matzos. Matzos. Mangos, Matos. Adios, Amigos. Yeah. Uh, J- Jamie. Sounds like a chain Mexican restaurant. Yeah. That guy looked really familiar. Let's see. What was he in? Um, uh, oh, he was, uh, oh, Agent Skip on The Sopranos. Um, yeah, but there's more. I, I reckon in that speech impediment he had. I, I oh, he was in Usual Suspects, Natural Born Killers, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, we saw him in Spider-Man 2, apparently. Hmm. Um, I don't remember well, no, it all. sounds like I've seen him a lot throughout my life, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, Jamie King is Lorelai Rocks. Um, she's... <laughs> the death or siren whatever uh she let's see she was in pearl harbor my bloody valentine 3d sin city oh and she's been the star of heart of dixie oh okay uh, oh and she also apparently um let's see um oh she's the voice of aura Singh on star wars clone wars hmm. um and let's see. Uh, last one we're going to talk about Paz Vega as Plaster of Paris. Paz. Paz Vega. Um, yeah. Uh, she's in Spanglish, Sex and Lucia, uh, Rambo, Last Blood. Last <laughs> Blood. He's blood. like, look, <laughs> he shows up to the village of, yeah, look, or the missionaries. Look, Last Blood, all right? Last time I'm coming down. Here. This is it, guys. I'm done after this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to retire. <laughs> My oh my god that only came out in 2019 what the fuck sylvester stallone um yeah i i have not seen a rambo movie since the early 90s uh but uh right. well in last blood actually he went <laughs> it's a visit to his primary care doctor <laughs> uh my urine yeah. Please help. can it Get be the last blood done. please <laughs> yeah please He's all whoops, it's the new batch. <laughs> Rambo Rambo 12, the new batch. I don't know how many there are. Um this movie has 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, which means I'm gonna read five star reviews for you. Um <laughs> Miller Burgers. Yeah. Uh Jack O writes, this movie is totally awesome. Hilarious, sexy, and fun. A solid cult classic that people will be talking about long after everyone has long forgotten blockbuster trash like Avatar and those boring Batman movies. It seriously has big Lebowski stain power. High time for a sequel. There's plenty of great source material. Spirit in Space? Five stars. BRB has to go do my homework. Really high before writing their review. Right. Um, I did catch uh, in the comics um, at one point the spirit did go to the moon. Okay. I mean, that's clearly what he's referencing, I guess, then. Um, 
Well, Weird. Good for him. Do you know if that was before uh, 1969? Uh, I don't know, honestly. That's a I, cool question. I think it might have been before 1952 when. Oh, when it uh, stopped oh, running. Yeah. 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 The first run was. Oh, back when they thought the moon was, was actually made out of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. He went to get some cheese. <laughs> I'll be right back. And he never came back. <laughs> Do you know how he got to the moon? Sorry to ask all these moon related questions, but. <laughs> Is it moon related, really? <laughs> did he, did he know a, a woman astronaut? <laughs> I assume because he <laughs> leans on women oh, right, for everything yeah. in this movie. Yes, right. It's like, um, I know a cosmonaut, dame from, you know, Soviet Russia. Let's go. I don't yeah. know. Um, all right. So Tyson P writes, not nearly as good as Sin City, but what is? <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> well, that's your bar. Uh, Brittany <laughs> writes, Samuel L. Jackson, goodness. <laughs> Five stars. Yeah. Yeah, that not the uniform did it for her, I guess. Yes. Uh, the left the samurai uniform. Yeah. Those sideburns, oh, yeah. man. They got that me a little hot under the collar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the left H yeah. writes, I hated this the first time I saw it. Then one day I was forced to watch it again. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad, if you're watching this, please help. <laughs> Part of his forced torture. to watch it again. Yeah, you know, I actually i i can I can relate to that because I wouldn't have watched this otherwise. You're right. We were all. Well, that's true. I'm yeah. This guy before I'm sitting. Uh, Jessica P writes fantastically good despite Eva Mend Eva Mendez getting her ass out at every opportunity. Despite that, right? Wow, five stars. <laughs> like those were the bright spots. Uh, Anthony B writes I like to say that this is a brilliant movie and I have to give the film credit for trying <laughs> five stars it's about, it's about his aspirations yeah. like I'd like to uh, Rachel T writes a beautiful movie with a dash of humor and a heaping pile of nostalgia yum 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 I don't think that's nostalgia <laughs> that heaping yeah. pile is no. <laughs> Yeah, it's that mock that they're fighting in in the very beginning of the movie, just piled up. I, I want a steaming pile of nostalgia. A huge steaming Tune in pile. next week right. while we do American Graffiti for our monthly. Um, that's the uh, end of our uh, production and reviews, guys. Are you ready to jump into this thing? This one's Come for on. Muffin. <laughs> yeah. Muffin was like, man. <laughs> It's like, fuck you. Don't do that to Muffin. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here we go, guys. This is The Spirit. We open with the personification of death, or as I've learned today, possibly a siren, telling us that our hero is the only person to ever escape her. Then there's a ringing phone, and the shadow in his apartment, with a lot of cats, answers, Al, are you the shadow? Or I'm sorry, the spirit? <laughs> I kept getting I kept calling him the shadow or thinking of him as the shadow. Yeah. Yes. Uh I am not the spirit. I only have two cats. All right. Only two. Fair well, I'm very you, angry. Need, you need at least nine to be a uh presumed dead 
masked vigilante. <laughs> yeah, revealing powers just by owning none or more cats. <laughs> well, I'm angry that, you know, it was one of the redeeming points of the spirit is that, you know, cats and cats liked him and followed him and they, that allowed him for his inner outer monologue and shit. I can't believe how long it took me to get to the point where I realized that Frank Miller was just giving us a metaphor for what a pussy magnet he is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, this movie, this, oh my God. Yeah. This movie was just, this, this was one of the worst, most sexist movies I have ever seen. I think this is one of the kind of comic book movies that um, made mainstream female audience members, particularly go see a comic book movie and be like, what is this insane incel um, fanboy masturbatory shit? You're like, why are they in Nazi regalia? Why well, is it all about asses and boobs? And you know what I mean? It's like a 13-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you, that's where comic book movies get a bad name issue like this. Uh, there's two things Frank Miller likes. Asses and uh, black, white, Chewing and red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. a limited color palette. Those are the two things he likes. Um, chunky, blocky. Oh yeah. I'd like to point out that uh, the 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 lead cat that we saw, the main cat, was played by Arthur the cat. This was sadly his only movie because he gave a great performance. <laughs> Arthur was wow. great. And then he retired, or something happened. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. This, tune in. Yeah, this this movie was 13 years ago. He could still be around. Gained, gained too much weight to be a cat star. Yeah, he got, he, got, yeah, got he got canceled because you know he was out prowling around his tweets uh, okay. okay so um yeah uh his phone rings he answers it's a cop telling him that a villain named the octopus is octopus <laughs> not the octopus no, no. no that word yeah. is well, his window reminded me of the sanctum sanctorum oh yeah i kept Stranger. i had i had i kept thinking of him as the shadow I mean, I guess it's just that like yeah. 30s and 40s kind yeah. of thing, but yeah. Um, let's see. It's there's a cop. He's telling him that the octopus is doing bad things down at the mud flats. At the mud flats. <laughs> um, the spirit uh, is, are mud flat. Are mud flats a thing? Are those like a geographic thing? It's a ball. I know salt flats yeah. are. But, yes, it's like yeah. it's an area that doesn't hold water like a pond would, but the, it's always moist. But there's and also a, there's also apparently like a dock there. Was there a ship? What there was? He said it was a wrecked or abandoned ship. Okay, which is which is odd because how long has it been abandoned? there? Yeah, and it's in the uh, oh the the guy on the phone he referred. To the place as the old mud flat mud flats, oh, which, the old. Makes believe, <laughs> which makes me believe that they built a new mud flat. Yes, so like, like, like he put the pizza in the cup guy out of business. The old <laughs> next to the mud resort. Yeah. <laughs> um. So all right. So spirit heads down there. He stops a mugging on the way, and the ladies are like, "Ooh, sexy! <laughs> you're you're the sexiest cardboard cutout white guy I've ever seen." Yeah, and you know, there's no problem with this storytelling wise, but they were ambiguous as to what his powers were. And so I was just like, let's see, running, jumping, fist fighting. His power is cocaine. Yeah. It's monologuing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's also cocaine. Monologuing. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's one of my unanswered questions. What are his powers other than not? He just doesn't die. Is there anything yeah. else? Um, yeah, there was the, uh, the he was an outstanding athlete and hand to hand combatant. That's I guess that explains why he could run across power lines. I yeah, and he, guess I thought he was nimble as a cat, but no, they, that's not what they're trying to tell us. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, all right. So before he can get to the mud flats, the cop gets shot by the octopus. He sees a beautiful lady emerging from the water. He tells us how beautiful she is. How many characters had say, yeah. she's so beautiful. Oh, she's beautiful. Look at that beautiful lady. That lady's beautiful. Oh, okay, so wrong. she emerged from the water, or was that the mudflats? I don't I was know. Confused by, That's very it confusing. Seemed, it seemed like any time that anyone else was in this same location, it was mm-hmm. mud, except for Eva Mendez, who came out of crystal clear yeah, beautiful pure yeah. lake water. Bahamian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the mud is right next covered to in the, mud? the river, or yeah. Well, yes. Like, I don't know, because that yeah. also happens when a ponder lake recedes. You know, yeah, it yeah. Mud, muddy shores, but yeah, it, it's that was also very deep water, but not too deep. Yeah, not too deep. You but also, I mean? apparently, there was a shipwreck down there, so that was the ocean. <laughs> the Argo. It seemed like the ocean. Yeah, the Argo. Yeah, the when, fucking Argo. Is yeah, that at what a certain it was? point. We lose the box and it just falls down like like a drop off, you yeah. know, like the ocean has. Two boxes tied together like it was an Amazon order. Like <laughs> <laughs> who was transporting this and how and why? Be like they're supposed to take a picture of it when they put it on my porch, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, well, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to the river. They were strapped end to end. Why not strapped to each other? Yeah, tough. You know, yeah. like because it's going to be harder to carry a box. That has a rope between two boxes. Yeah, that could be two boxes. boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stupid movie. Uh, There was a a street sign uh, we drove by. Um, (laughs) It was Iger Street. Oh, Oh, Bob Iger. uh, Jerry Iger. Jerry Iger. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Was Eisner's partner at Eisner and Iger. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Yeah, I caught some other um, names. Yeah, yeah, there's some some cool Uh, names. On yeah. vehicles and buildings. Yeah. And I, I mean, Frank one. Miller clearly knows his comic history. It's his passion, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, Spirit arrives. I, I wrote shadow like half the time. Spirit arrives. <laughs> um, the cop tells him about the beautiful lady. We see that he took her necklace. Um, broad. The beautiful broad. Beautiful broad. He says it like so seven he- times. Uh, and he's the he's the head of this covert, um, you know, going after the octopus syndicate kind of cop. We meet him. He's terrified. He's just like the terrified bald character. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't seem as the cop on the case. No. No, he might as well be a beat cop for all the good he does. Um, he's terrified. Was, was he even a cop? I thought he Sussman? was. I thought he was. Yeah, he was a detective. It was an. Because then he's in okay. the hospital and the commissioner's checking in on him and yeah. Yeah. Will he ever walk right. again? Yeah. Will he ever dance again? <laughs> Will he ever love again? Um, <laughs> Find out yeah. in the in sequel. We'll yeah. All right. The spirit and the bald cop. <laughs> the new match. Not for the last time. Um, so, all right. So we see, uh, we see Eva Mendez underwater. She's stealing two chests. They get separated. She takes one. Octopus takes the other. 
swims down and takes the other. Uh, then the octopus and the spirit fight for a while um, in the mud flats. That goes on for seven minutes. Yeah. We cut to a couple what the other hell things, was this but it felt like a. I felt like I was hallucinating and stuck in a time loop. Yeah, because they just like were punching each other and shooting each other, and like he, he punches Samuel Jackson four thousand times in the face, and then they are both up again, and Samuel Jackson disappears. And this None is of where this it became confusing as to he he says that he's not a cop. But he tells another cop to go look for more footprints. So, like, we're seeing, we're showing all these things, and it's very confusing. Like, wow, he sure seems like a cop. No, this, and then yeah, a fight. This movie made the the narrative, the script, like it made no sense. Like, just things right. just happened. But that's yeah. what I meant. Uh, I agree with Brian. It was like a time loop. I felt like we this scene we were there for a long. Oh long time. my god! I the felt- whole movie is essentially the scene, right? This, we just revisit. They- Samuel Jackson and we're back in that same interaction every time. Right. It doesn't develop whatsoever. It doesn't go anywhere. Nothing it's happens. Not, no. He's punching into the water, so you don't see any contact being made with his punches. But it, there's like at least four different angles. I stopped counting, but four different angles of him punching into a puddle of water, and it's just so boring. You know, yeah. we've seen oh. we've seen comic book battles. You don't even see Samuel Jackson's character, so he's not there. This dude's just in a pool of water punching down. <laughs> And he took so long to show that, like even throwing each other would be more interesting. Well, and that moment where he punches him like 12 times, that mm. would have been best reserved for the end. That was a yeah. weird thing to put at the very, very beginning fight. Like watch us just punch each other a bunch of times. Like, no, it could have been some psychological shit happening. They fight a mm. little bit and then he gets away or something. But well, seven and they- minutes. And they tell us right off the bat that these two tangle often, you know, they're like, here we go again. But at the same time, we get it. They finally talk to each other, I guess. Yeah. For the the same you and me. Boring is a good description. Like that's this movie, besides being terrible, was terrible and not even like fun. Despite the fact that you have Samuel L. Jackson in crazy costumes screaming, despite the fact that it has this insane um, uh, cinematography and color palette. It was so boring. Yeah, nothing happens. Even when things are happening, it's of no consequence or, yeah. Well, and his composition. Yeah. Just, and it's not like he just stood in one place, like, say, Kevin Smith does. He tried different angles and they were just so contrived and terrible. Like, Frank Miller is a film student who got to make a $60 million movie. Exactly. Mentioning Kevin Smith makes me think all this movie needed was like actual humor. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like some jokes and this movie probably would have been twice as good. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is okay. still like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. but, uh, uh, um, give me a joke to laugh at every once in a while. Throw me a fucking bone movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my philosophy. Frank Miller is just not funny, though. No. Oh, God, no. The man is at not all. known for his humor. No. However, on the comic book page, he could he could write banter quite well. Yeah. Well, and this was very comic booky banter. It just didn't translate well, or I don't know if he wasn't able to get his actors to write it well. But it it on I could it was very comic booky, like the 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 dialogue. Um, yeah. Saying things like, was this, "Was this movie rated R?" Uh, I don't know. 
I never check these things as an adult. You yeah. Know? Well, I, and uh, we've forgotten. It's not even yeah. a thing anymore. So it's, yeah. It's yeah. Funny. The ratings are, yeah, barely even matter. <laughs> Did they tell you to use discretion or not? Yeah. Right. Like, I you take your child to a rated R movie at this point. <laughs> like, nobody cares. You're showing your kids Trump. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. real. Uh, yeah. The ticket taker is underpaid anyways. They don't care. They really yeah. don't. <laughs> Um. So, all right. So, yeah, so all those three kids in a trench coat are all just out of work now. <laughs> um. So, all right. We meet. Uh. Octopus. This was a uh, PG thirteen. Oh, thanks. So. Thank you. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So that just means we don't get actual boobs. Um. <laughs> or curse words. Yeah. Uh, all right. We meet the octopus's henchman, Silken Floss. Um. His gal Friday. Um, she's also a pretty lady. We're told that by the his 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 uh, goons multiple times. Yes, multiple yeah. times. Repetition was repetitious in this film, um, well, especially from logos. Yeah, he keeps repeating it. Um, I was watching. Eventually, yeah. Octopus knocks knocks the spirit unconscious and leaves. Um, spirit wakes up. <laughs> That's what happens. He just knocks him out and yeah. leaves. Why doesn't he chain him up or something? Or like know. tie him to the, you know, make him swim with the fishes. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. If you tie him up and chain him up and dump him in the water so he's like. Can't like, breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to die then? I don't know. Well, he's he's able to claw his way out of hermetically sealed containers with only his badge. Yeah. That's true. Uh yeah, I have questions about that scene too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is the point where we find out he can heal from any wound and that the octopus has some sort of information about this and similar powers, I guess. Um, Except for a broken heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cop that got shot earlier gives the spirit the necklace. Um, then we meet the police commissioner who's tired of the spirit's maverick shenanigans. They the argue. They argue. <laughs> <laughs> they argue for four and a half minutes about yeah. his yes. shenanigans. And they have this like years long oh. arrangement. Oh my God. Well, we find out later why their relationship is so contentious. Yep. Yeah. He's fucking his daughter. Yes. He's taking his daughter to Along with everybody else at the scene at the end yeah. where he's like, I just kissed <laughs> Eva Mendez, but I love only you. And also, what's up, pretty lady cop? Like it was yeah. just like boom, boom, boom. She just has a constant supply of penicillin for him. I uh, know his body. Oh, oh. He heals from that too. Yeah. Yep. The spirit has a flashback to when he and the pretty lady with the chest in the water were kids in the old neighborhood. Yeah, pretty lady with the chest is that a double entendre? Uh. <laughs> I will say the oh, the, the, the young. The young actress that they cast as as what was her name? Sans Serif? Helvetica. Sans Serif. That's a right? Yeah. The young actress was just incredible casting for she a young was, Eva Mendez. She that, was great. I, looking at her, there were a couple of times where they did like the shot from the past to the future, and I was like, wow, man, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Actually, both those kids were pretty good. Yeah, and the, and the boy was good oh, yeah. too. Yeah. About it. yeah, yeah, the kids were the kids were all right, <laughs> and they acted those scenes. Really well. I will say they they honestly may have been the best actors in the movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, the kids were they the, had best. the most emotional moments. 
Yes. It was driving me crazy by the end of the movie. Like, were those kids better than Samuel L. Jackson and Scarlett Johansson? I think so. <laughs> Shit. And to use the vernacular, I want to talk about that stupid broad who drives around with her million dollar diamond <laughs> necklace. She drives slowly through a bad neighborhood, <laughs> hanging her million dollar bracelet out of the car, just waiting for someone my, to come. My cap out the window, I would lose it. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> it would just fly away or fall. Yeah. Um You guys know gravity. <laughs> have you met gravity? Yeah. Um so all right. We see him give her the necklace. She wants diamonds and money. Her dad's a cop who gets killed in the line of duty. There's something about a gangster. I stopped paying attention. I don't know. Her cop her dad cop got killed. So she I thought her dad got killed. killed by a cop. Wait, was her dad the cop? Yeah, yeah. her dad was the cop. Um, his uncle was the, you know, the former boxer who gets in trouble sometimes. And he pushed the gun away from himself, shot the cop in the head. He died. His uncle freaked out and killed himself on the scene. But was it? No, no. Didn't the guy that come up and came up to like mug him or whatever, didn't he push it towards the cop? So it wasn't actually the boxer's fault. It was the, uh, the mugger's fault. He fired fault. the gun. No, he fight. He was holding the gun and he was pointing in the boxer's face. Uncle Pete. Uncle Pete moves the revolver away from his face. But yeah, the Guido, as he's referred to later, um, is holding the gun and fires the gun. Maybe he doesn't pull the trigger. Maybe, you know, like the movement makes it happen. But that's what happens. Pete never touches the gun. So either way, she vows to leave town and become rich. (laughs) I had a couple name drops that I forgot. So the truck that she's driving, um, Silken Floss. It said Dick Ditko's Ditko's uh, ah. service. So yeah. there's Steve Ditko. Also, he's given her the necklace. He talks about the jeweler, Old Man Kurtzman. Oh, who's yeah. course, Harvey Kurtzman from Mad Magazine and inventing cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Comic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very cool. Um, all right. So the spirit then says. She's doing crime, so he's going to go find her and bring her in despite their history. In the sewers, we see the octopus's lair. Um, he's dressed as a samurai now. I'm sorry, I missed it, but it, when the, the doctor, when Sarah Paulson was fixing him up after the battle with the octopus. Oh, yeah. Well, right right before they're at the mud flats. So, again, the medical, I don't know. Oh, let's do this at the mud flats. Comfier, but anyways, she says you need to be admitted, and he's like, "That takes forever." And I just thought to myself, like, "Yeah, that's the concern of a masked, you know, secret identity type person is (laughs) is the weight." Yeah. Otherwise, I'd sit in the ER. I love the Food Network. I watch it all day. Uh, Um. So, all right. So the octopus opens up the box he got. It's supposed to be the blood of Heracles inside it, but it's not. It's something that glows, all the pulp fiction. Yeah, what I, pulp fiction. Yeah, we don't know, but she's unsatisfied somehow. Yeah, he does not like that. Um, they realize that Sans Serif has the blood. <laughs> They're going to go find her and trade the glowing thing for the blood. We find out that the octopus and the spirit both have the same condition, being invulnerable. It could go like, away. I hope. I hope the spirit doesn't drink the blood. <laughs> like who tastes blood right off the bat? Like, <laughs> I mean, like I've got a jar of blood. What should I do with it? I know. Like taking the one you know, like cops sometimes used to do, put their pinky in. 
and then taste it, but then going back for more like it's funded. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drink this blood. <laughs> um, so drinking the blood of Heracles is supposed to make them per- like uh, permanently invulnerable and live forever, I guess? Oh, but only if you've had the uh, injection. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Is ambiguous. Whatever, whatever happened to Sam Jackson and the spirit? <laughs> because we saw that one guy uh, who was Sans Serif's husband. He tries. Um, yeah. t- he tried the blood. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, blood. I know. I did mention uh, it. Cause we, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he doesn't pull to... through. No. Yeah. Um. So all right. Uh. Then uh, we see Sans Serif. She visits an antiquities dealer um, who was suppo- who was the one who found this treasure. And um, it turns out he double-crossed her by also telling the octopus about it. So she makes him return all the money, which he donates to, to the, cops, the cops. Which was not clear. No. I thought she was transferring it to her account and that calling him a philanthropist was ironic yeah the whole charity talk like you're giving it to charity i thought was you know and it was a hundred million dollars yes yep, they bought they bought jackets yeah they <laughs> bought bulletproof <laughs> jackets slap jackets well and also two apache helicopters right. and, <laughs> <laughs> and the hulk yeah but i thought yeah so so then yeah actually andrea mentioned it, but like so deep in her heart she wanted to protect denny yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. But not uh, the spirit because she doesn't know, right? Does she know? She doesn't know. Do the women know? They don't she, know. No, right? she, she doesn't know who the spirit is at this point because that little mask hides his well, identity. Right. We joked about that. Since, and this one was even more exaggerated. It, yeah, Sarah Paulson's like, I know your body, except for two inches. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but no, it's a serious question. Dan Lorian knows that he was Denny. Uh, Shithead, whatever his name is, um, Colt. But does that nobody else? Does, nobody right? else. Nobody no, else no. Nobody else. knows he's Denny Colt. Yeah, Denny Colt is dead as far as the public is concerned, and nobody else knows this. Okay, that was confusing until that scene at the very end. But yeah, yeah. Um, said that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So she she makes the antiquities dealer kill himself, otherwise she'll reveal that he's um again on a boat with a Tibetan monk. No, I think I think what it was, was I, I it was a picture of him with a young kind of ethnic looking boy on a boat, right? Yeah, so I'm assuming he was, you know, like Oh, yes, that's what we're supposed to assume, but I would not shoot myself over that photo. Yeah, right. Like what? I was on the boat with a kid. <laughs> like, that's, that's all you got. Now. <laughs> um right. yeah, so uh and she also takes the time to Xerox her ass. For some reason, yeah. What was away. with the xeroxing of the ass? Because uh, he's a perfect ass, I think she called him. Yeah, well, yeah, she calls him a perfect ass. Then we see the xerox of her ass. Like, oh yeah. my god, that's Frank Frank Miller, Miller, dude, for Denny to recognize. Like, I've seen this ass before. And then Denny recognizes the ass. Yes, it's a breadcrumb. Yeah, you're right. Oh my he god, he recognizes right. the also, ass. That was a child. She was not developed uh, like Eva Mendez. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, if she that. was Benjamin Buttoning, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. How would he know what the fuck right. ruined They were you? children. Yep. 
You know, if it had been a Xerox of her face, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she sticks, like, her, okay, shit. I she sticks her face on the Xerox. <laughs> they they knew that uh, Sans Serif was there, not from the the ass photocopy, but she had an appointment with this guy. Yeah, he's at the fence. Yeah, Donenfeld. Yeah, she yeah. had an appointment. She was she was on the the, the sign in sheet. <laughs> <laughs> then they brought her to a little room and had her put on a paper gown and then left her for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's see. Uh <laughs> in the hospital the spirits all healed up so he makes out with pretty lady doctor for a while they're interrupted by the commish who is her dad and rookie so that's what i meant like sarah paulson's fantastic as an actor it doesn't matter but just to see her swoon was just so the to see all these women these women i'm not going to imply that some women should (laughs) you know i'm not saying that's a type but I don't know. To see all, I guess all the women in this movie, it was insulting. Yeah, well, every woman in this movie swooned over this cardboard cutout, like, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, just a dude. A business suit. Yeah. Um, he was jacked, though. We do see him later. And, uh, yeah. you know, at least he, I guess he looks good without a shirt on, but. <laughs> so he's a gym rat. Fair enough. Yeah. Right? Gym rat with a domino mask. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't take that off when he's at the gym. Change his clothes, but not the best. Yeah, a gym rat with that's too much he, eyeliner. Uh, that's where he met all these women. It's just at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a half T-shirt that's been cut. Like, that says Harvard on it. You want to see me blast my delts? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So then, um, uh, we meet rookie cop Morgan Stern. She's also a pretty lady. Um, from Baltimore. From Baltimore. And she, the only thing that she says, like she's from Baltimore, is. Baltimore. Yeah. She did yeah. not have a Maryland accent. No. Yeah. It was, I mean, cause that's how like a lot of people from Baltimore say it, like be more Baltimore, whatever. But that was the one Baltimore characteristic. Was yeah, her, she I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then she kept talking and I went like, what yeah. happened to yeah. that? It's a weird. She didn't have the U sound of, you know, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore. It's a weird. Earned, earn, earn, earn. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen my that. favorite like Baltimore accent <laughs> things ever. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Morgan did not deliver. No, um, no. She's gonna make detective in no time. Is that is Morgan? Well, I guess that was probably a character from back in the day. All right, all right. So, um, in the street, we discover that per- Spirit is a celebrity, apparently, um, apparently yeah. irresistible to the ladies and one dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> kudos for him for just wearing it. Like, hey. Spirit, you want to come back to my place? Um, Yeah. Uh, And uh, yeah, an an idol to children. Morgan Stern tells them Sans Serif has an Electra complex. The cops get an anonymous donation and trace it back to the dead antiquities dealer. So the Electra complex, is that like an Oedipus complex? Yeah, but she for girls. It. It's not quite that. <laughs> it's but, pink. Yeah, it's an Oedipus complex, but pink. Yeah, that's literally. <laughs> I was like, why not just call it an Oedipus complex? You just. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a complex reveal party. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so yeah, they uh, discover San Serif was there at the dead guy's place. Um, the commissioner thinks the spirit knows her. 
Spirit denies it and leaves and tells Morgenstern to find him a lead to the octopus. I would like to point out that at this point, like two things have happened in this movie and we're already halfway through. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a fight at the mud flats and we get a box of blood and glow. Yeah. Yeah. Despite how many scenes there are, there's actually about five scenes. You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We go, we go from location, location to person to person constantly, but nothing ever happens. Well, and we still haven't gotten to the card game, which is the next event. What happens? Yes. And this is actually it. So yeah, she's playing cards with some underworld types. She gets one of them to give a message to the octopus. After she wins. What does she win? The diamond bracelet that she saw as a child. Mm-hmm. Dangling off and win- window hand. There were only men playing at the table besides Eva Mendes, right? Yes. I guess. So one the of the sheik, men, the sheik could have been anyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, one of these men brought. I assume possibly yeah. now she's dead or old, or maybe they divorced her because she, you know, got old or something. Well, what a lucky table for her to sit down at, too. I assume that that was why she was at the table because yeah. she wanted those diamonds. Yeah. She said, "I'll take this." Whoever can bring a message to Octopus, he can have all this shit. Yeah, it was just convenient that they knew Octopus. Yes. Well, it was convenient that that necklace was in play at this particular underground poker game. Yeah, yeah. That's a good coincidence. So then we get yet another shot of the spirit brooding through voiceover. Uh, Then there's a thing with the octopus and a foot with a head on it. Um in which he's doing some science stuff. This this scene, watching it the second time, I realized that this scene, there's nothing happens in this entire six-minute-long foot scene, foot head scene. There's not a single plot point that is advanced in any way. No, they, were, they, they sort of were trying to show how he recreates this henchman over and over, and he decided to tweak it. But you're right, he didn't tell us how he's doing it. I guess... That. That was them showing that they can't make the henchmen smart. I guess. I don't know why. Because he said, like, we tried to make this one smarter. and I don't know why we needed six minutes to do it. (laughs) And then he had a real snappy mouth. They thought that foot gag was going to be hilarious. Mm -hmm. The scene scene was really just an excuse to get Scarlett Johansson to... uh, lean over and show off her cleavage Uh for a a few minutes. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, So, all right. We then the spirit somehow finds sand in the hotel. Did we, I don't know if I missed it, but did we find out how he found her in the hotel? Because he just suddenly Uh, did. It was using the the photocopy of the butt. Um, He traced the butt prints back to the hotel. (laughs) <laughs> How does commissioner of the commissioner of police um, not know the name Sansarif as it's not an alias. It's actually her name because we see in flashbacks. That's you know, Just what she's called. Her father was a cop. Yeah. He was shot in the line of duty. His name was either Sarif or, or I don't know, but, and she was on the news with that name as a child yeah. saying, fuck the police. Yeah. And so, how does this commissioner not know? Uh, do you know what I mean? And and she grew up with Denny Colt. <laughs> yeah. Her dad was a cop, but this cop's like, Sansarif, that ass, I don't recognize that ass. Well, but no, but then he does talk about, like, when she went on, he, he later on talks about when she went on TV. 
Ted said, but fuck the, you. yes, yeah, when they're on the crime scene, yeah, but he's like trying to piece it together. Yeah, but anyways, no. you're right. He catches up with Sand. Yes. he knows. Who so he somehow he he realizes that she has a taste for fancy things. So she's not going to stay in some dive hotel. Uh, she's going to go for the the five star hotels. So he takes takes this photocopy of her ass um, and shows <laughs> it to the doorman. Um, and she he gets to Hotel Aries, um, where the doorman is a little person. Uh-huh. And he says, uh, ah, now you're speaking the language of my soul. Because he has like that, <laughs> that, that eyeline oh view. Oh my with- yes, God, I, I hate this movie. Alex. I hate it so much. Oh my God. Oh, this is like, yeah, the I worst. Looks like that's all I can see when I look good. Oh my God. Everything well, about this I hate is to bad. say it, You could have made that joke. Del- that, that joke could have landed. Right. Like that joke could have actually been something where we're like, that's actually pretty great. But no. Yeah. The delivery about, of yeah. this joke was awful. The I, drunken bum who's always laying down in front of the hotel. Yeah. He, he could have done it. But instead, yeah. you, you used an actual little person, so there's no joke anymore. No. It's, he took the joke away. The humor is someone who would not be looking up this character. Yeah. yeah. Fuck so, guy, Frank Miller. Awful. All right. So, all right. Uh, he goes up to her room. We, discuss, we get an excuse to have Eva Mendez naked. Uh, we discover that the thing she wants is the golden fleece. Her husband's dead from drinking the blood. He reveals... Um, okay, is, is that her husband, though? Because this is the third henchman, right? Or is this... Because this is a different henchman than the first henchman. Is it? The third, I thought it was the... It was this the was the same dude. guy from the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the guy she was um, with before. It's it's the guy that was in the first... Ep- the the It's the guy that was Xander's best friend in the first episode of Buffy. Oh, Okay. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. There were multiple. She had multiple male accomplices, and I was just confused as to their relationship because if that's her husband in the plane, we see later on a marriage oh, yeah. conversation. They they I'm mentioned fucking so confused by this movie. They mentioned somewhere that she'd been married like eight times since she keep, she left. She keeps getting husbands, and they die from her yeah. various hijinks. Yes, I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but <laughs> but she ain't messing with no broke broke. Yeah, she likes shiny things. She says it over how self aware. Um, she also says it at some point. Uh, I don't even care about people I like. It's like then then you don't like them. Yeah, it's a real crucial element to the concept. Yeah. So Caring all right. So uh, she shoves him out the window. There's some hijinks with him hanging from the building. And his pants, and the ladies are like, "Ooh, look at that! We've got spirit thighs, spirit calves, <laughs> spirit legs." Yeah, they're just loving it from there. Uh, and this wasn't funny either. No, this is a great moment for physical humor. That just like they overplayed the physicality of it. I guess. And I'm sorry. What's funnier um, in a accidental pants off scene <laughs> in a glass window elevator? Three really attractive women who don't say or do anything, or a very old couple. Right. <laughs> that are all like, the, yes, exactly. Well, and well, also, and how, how many times did we cut back to the crowd on the street? And they were yelling at him to jump. <laughs> like, drop the baby. But I thought he was like, I thought he was adored by the public. Like, what? Jump. Maybe they wanted to see the limits of his powers. They were they like, just want to see somebody jump though. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, if you jumps, I mean, if anybody jumped, they'd probably die, except for this guy. Be fine. Yeah. It's time for you to prove your metal. 
we, I've always been curious what the sound would be like. You know, I'd say this was like a weird, uh, <laughs> weird human yeah, moment. It didn't land. It didn't land as a funny uh, physical bit, like a Harold Lloyd sort of like, because they did it for a second, swinging from one horn to the other and all this acrobatics, but they didn't deliver on that end. They didn't deliver on the humor of the elevator occupants. No, they, no, it was terrible. It was terrible humor directed terribly and it it did not land morgan stern calls him uh with the info on where to find the octopus something about sand or salt i mean um salt, salt on their salt. shoes and that's only in what i don't know it and doesn't we matter. don't see salt anywhere else in any not, other scene not, no we didn't know that was uh, that was cooked up by in that scene he yeah. then goes to the factory. Oh, that's where they've been. He never told us that before. There wasn't a, and there was not an exterior shot of the salt, yeah, uh, warehouse. No, uh, yeah, there was no breadcrumb trail no. to that or from that. Yeah, it was just but, yeah, uh, an island. And in this fight, his monologue, he's talking about his city again, how much he loves it, and he's into it. And he's like, she always provides, and then he makes a snowball, right. <laughs> And then he says it again, and he's just using a manhole cover. That's any city. Yeah. That's to be a. That's not special. Manholes and snowballs. My city. It is My not. city weeps. Yeah. My city. Yeah, he's always talking about his city, but yet the city never actually, like, we don't Comes get any sense play. of the city as a place. Like, it doesn't have, it's right. like, not like Gotham and like the Tim Burton Batman, where it had like a sense okay. of like character. Like, yeah, you see the mayor in the city center, yeah. you know, lighting a Christmas right. tree. This was like we get the city electrocuting a guy because it has electrical wires and it has mud flats, like any one. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. Uh, and we, I don't know, I didn't mention it earlier, but you guys notice all of the like really Elfman Burton um, ripoffs, especially in action scenes. The, the score, music, like, the score. <laughs> It sounded like the first Batman. One hundred percent. It quoted the Batman score. Um, actually, I want to see who who was who did the Frank score. Miller. David Newman <laughs> did this score. Um, oh, let's it was see. Fanny Delfman. <laughs> Fanny <laughs> Delfman, <laughs> everyone's favorite auntie. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, wow, this this guy was. Let's see. He did the score. Oh, you know what? He did the score for Critters. Um, the Brave Little Toaster, Throw Mama from the Train, Heather's, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. Little you know Monsters. What? I was a little bit off. Mate, dun, 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 hum, hum. I think maybe it was more Batman the Animated Series uh, theme ripoff. Well, it, it 100% quoted the, the yeah. Tim Burton Batman. But, um, yeah, it, it, uh, but you're right. Gotham City is such a full, I don't know. And now, it, yeah, this character's had 40 years of existed or since the oh, wow. 40s yeah this guy oh he did the let's see he did the phantom anastasia <laughs> this guy does a lot of movie scores it's weird that it was like that all right so all right um I'm sure that was frank's doing oh yeah absolutely um so he goes into the sewer or he goes yeah uh the spirit goes into the sewer he gets immediately drugged by silk and floss because he can't keep it in his damn pants yeah for one yeah. second yeah. Um, and then in the hospital, the commissioner warns his daughter that the spirit doesn't love her because he will literally fuck anything. 
Yeah. A tree, a building, a woman. He Whatever. will fuck the anything. entire city. He yes. is checking the city off. Yeah. Block by right. block. <laughs> Anytime there's a crevice, he's like, oh, hold up. Ooh, a drain pipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold up. I'll can wait. <laughs> <laughs> then in the octopus's lair, there's a French belly dancer with the sword for some reason. For uh, some reason. Yeah. And her she name is French. She seemed Middle Eastern. She seemed like she yes. was like Persian. But she and had she is a Spanish actress. She had a Pepe Le Pew style French accent. Yeah. Paris. I am Plaster of Paris. Why <laughs> Plaster of Paris? Was that her Something name in the comic book, Al? I I didn't see reference to Plaster of Paris, uh, this character in the, the comic books. Because she could have been like Lady Liberty or something, you know? But, you know, she could have been 40s, anything. 50s, I'm sure those the, that was amusing, those kinds of names, you know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Frank Miller didn't, yeah, yeah, it was confusing and weird. Um, yeah, so she's there for no real reason. Yeah. Uh, she helps him later, but and, yeah. A well, belly dance and then to throw some knives into him. Yeah. So well, that means the octopus got an opening act. Yeah, and this is the scene wherein the octopus and... Where Sam Jackson and Scarlett Johansson are both dressed as Nazis with swastikas. Real ones. Skull yeah. and crossbones, full Nazi regalia. Like not right. like it's not legitimate, not authentic not Nazi regalia. Yeah. It's not supposed to remind you of Nazis. It is there's a big banner. Literally yeah. Nazis. It, like, it's exactly. like a great dictator, but In with actual world. swastikas. They could have yeah, right. they could have just had octopuses. It could have been like hydro. Octopuses, mm-hmm. yes. I don't understand yeah. the need for no. swastikas at all. Again, it gets back show. to the to what I was talking about about the masturbatory sort of incel type, you know, like ooh, they like Nazis <laughs> as good or bad guys. They like butts and, well, and like and it Frank was Miller upsetting. It was. I mean, so I get a real. I get a real. He was, he was so committed to black, white, and red. He's like, well, fuck it. My, might as well use swastikas, right? That's like, yeah, it fits with my color palette. Why would I change yeah. anything? I mean, I get a real authright vibe from Frank Miller. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. He's been notoriously anti-commercial, uh, cap. you know, I don't know. And then he makes a big budget picture. What an asshole. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Um, they... This is the point where the octopus gets a call from Sans Serif. They set up the meeting, and then they... Isn't that a They Might Be Giants song? The octopus gets a call. <laughs> he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he reveals the, the whole thing about the blood of Heracles to the spirit, becoming immortal, taking over the world. He's going to kill the Why? spirit... Why but, does he tell the only other person that could drink the shit? That could do that. I, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. And then he says he's going to chop <laughs> him up and dissolve him. He kills the and cat. He, there, was a, oh. there was a fun little barb um, where uh, oct- the octopus is revealing uh, how the spirit came to be. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, you were stone, stone cold dead, not a breath of life in you. Dead as Star Trek. Aww. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Wow. Um, this was a. This was. Uh, so, uh, Star Trek Enterprise ran until 2005, uh, mm-hmm. three years for this, three years before this. Um, and between oh, Discovery wow. and Enterprise, they kind of said that those, not Discovery, um, uh, Voyager, um, 
Voyager and Enterprise kind of killed the Star Trek franchise for a while, at they, least. They did. In well, some opinions. It's one year until the J.J. Abrams Trek comes out. Yeah. So far out. Yeah. In the timeline. <laughs> the timeline. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the spirit timeline. <laughs> well, Star Trek's always been sort of Saturday Night Live-ish. Like, it works, and then sometimes it doesn't work, and then it works again. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was a weird. Did they ever pay off the egg thing? No. They yeah, just mention it 4,000 times. They just talk about yeah. eggs a lot. Egg they, on my face. They talk about eggs a lot. They say the they say Sand Seraph's name constantly. Um, they talk yeah. about how beautiful the ladies are all the time. Um, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I, I got I to gotta count, including the T-shirts, Huevos uh, Rancheros. There were uh, seven references to eggs in the entire movie. Weird. Yeah. So, nothing. So, all right. Um, let's see. Belly Dancer Lady is supposed to start chopping up spirit, but because he's just so damn sexy, she betrays the octopus and releases him. They escape. Then she gets mad that he doesn't love her and stabs him and leaves. Dances away down the alley. Why? Why did he have her chop him up? Doesn't he have like a chainsaw or something? I don't know why he needed her at all for anything. I, well, because yeah. he also had a sword lifted over his head like he was going to chop him up right. at the same moment. Have... Yeah. Maybe they're going to do it together. This movie is real so, dumb. So, um, did anybody, did you guys notice his shoes? Yeah, his yeah, Converse. His very white Converse, yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes it would be the all black Chucks. Sometimes it would be the black Chucks with the white trim. Mm-hmm. Um a bit of inconsistency here. I remember now why he had his shoes off because they were going to start with his toes, chopping his toes off. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Octopus did take his shoes off, but after they escape, um, he's seen running up the stairs now in his converse again. And then he gets yeah. outside and he's suddenly again barefoot. Huh. Mm. I noticed another one of those. Movie like, ruined. Uh, yeah, well, man. early on in the very first scene, the octopus is all heads up and hits him with the head, and then hits him with the head again. But then they 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 switch, and he's holding something else. I can't remember what it was. A cinder block. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was beating him with the severed head earlier. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, I hate this movie so much. All right. Uh, so, San. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Spirit has a near death experience. Decides he's going to stay alive because there's just so many pretty ladies he'd like to have sex with. <laughs> yeah, it's the only Tim thing keeping me alive. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the Tim Meadows version of this was way better. Yeah, the uh, ladies, man. Um, so he wakes up in the hospital. Commissioner's there. He tells him he has a plan to get the octopus. I guess you can call that a plan. Um, well, and the commissioner of police is always like, ah, you're always on about this octopus. You're always on about the crime lord of Central City yeah. and his syndicate of evil. <laughs> right. Um, Sans Serif meets with Silken Floss to make the exchange. She she tells Silken Floss that the octopus is mean. You shouldn't work for him because <laughs> he's yeah. mean. He's degrading. He's not empowering. You're a real stand-up broad. <laughs> you shouldn't have to deal with this. And this is I'm when sure. she says that she's a science, or what is she? She's a nuclear physicist and a surgeon. She yeah. doesn't say that in this movie. That was in the comics. Um, but she does say that uh, 
this will help her pay for her PhD. That's right. Yeah, that's she's right. working her way through college. She's working. Yeah. Stripper or evil henchman. She's like, I'm getting fuck credit for this. So yeah. kindly fuck off. <laughs> this is whereas, a- Paz, whereas Paz Vega totally decided to be a stripper to pay for college. Yeah. <laughs> she's the belly dancer. Yeah. This is a work study program. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I, what it is. I thought this dialogue between them was kind of fun yeah. because, um, Silken Floss, she says, she's like, this is fun for me. We show up here, we look fabulous, we swap things, and then we leave. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Villainy always looked fun in comics and cartoons. Yeah. Oh, and then later she says, uh, I run a very lucrative operation, and I'm great eye candy. She does. I walk away, and my piece is all paid for. She does yeah, say that. She asks, are you, what are you, Octopus's girlfriend? It's not like that. No, no. It's not like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm proficient in Word and Excel. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, let's see. The octopus jumps out of the back of the van. Why? She was expecting to meet the octopus. Why was it a surprise that he supplies? Yeah, it is weird. Um, all right. So, um, and then Silken realizes, oh, octopus is mean. I'm gonna run away. And she what? runs away. She drives oh, off. Yeah. Er- Earlier on, he's worried that people will find out that he doesn't have a comprehensive healthcare program for his employees. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah, when he when he shoots logos. That was yeah, a, that was another scene help. that upon rewatching, I didn't even take note of because I realized nothing happens. There is no plot or character thing that is developed in any way that is important. No, I'm trying to point out that he's beholden to the IRS. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, all right. The uh, let's see. Um, the octopus jumps out. Silken Floss drives away. The cops and the spirit are watching them, and spirit shows himself. Octopus, octopus, octopus shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> then a bunch of helicopters and cops jump out and start shooting him and his men. This scene was ridiculous. Yeah, with so the amount of shooting and the Apache helicopters that didn't just cut the octopus, it didn't just shred him to ribbons immediately. Right, it, and it missed the jar of blood. What we saw like three You're shots right. of the jar of blood being missed by you know a little blurb, you know, like a right this terracotta vase that's existed for three thousand years, <laughs> right? Or so. It's underwater, and also this is apparently the spirit's great plan. He's going to put on a bulletproof vest. And him and the cops are going <laughs> to jump out and start shooting. He's going to a star. That's a real plan you got there, Spirit. Intricate. Oh, give me one of those $100 million jackets. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to flip this switch. So, all right. Uh, let's see. At this point, the, the what's-her-face Morgenstern shoots off the octopus's arm with a grenade launcher. That's going to make detective. <laughs> the chief or the commissioner says, that thing will blow up the moon. And she says that she's a good aim. But she just gets his arm. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? But yeah. the Apache After helicopters. Caliber, your aim doesn't really matter. The Apache yeah. helicopters couldn't take him out. What? Yeah. He's, he's, you don't notice, but he's also moving very quickly. Very quickly. Except when Back he's to that the same butt. spot. Well, then at this point, and then he gets shot in the head. Six times. Six times. And um, his arm's blown off, and he's sitting there, and at this point, the cops are like, all right, great job, everybody, and they leave him alone, and the cops just disappear. 
There are now yeah, no cops or helicopters anywhere in this scene. They don't I spend more time at the mud flats. I'll say for yeah, the last they, they just fade into the background. They don't go up to him and arrest him. They don't try to get the jar away. They just disappear from the scene. Yeah, no in, double tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they know about the jar? Do they know? The spirit does. I assumed he would tell does. them. Yeah. But either way, Sam Jackson is sitting there and they literally disappear. There's shots of them. There's a shot of Sam Jackson. Then the reverse shot again where the cops used to be. And there are no cops. They, yeah. They're just gone. Um, um, to uh, rewind just for a little bit, uh, when Morgan Stern pulls out the, the giant gun that she shoots mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner Dolan says, is every woman in this hellhole out of her goddamn mind? And she says, no, sir, we're just equipped. He says goddamn like five times in that sentence. Yeah, I, yeah. I trimmed out. It's like, is every goddamn, goddamn woman in this goddamn town out of her yeah. goddamn mind? <laughs> like, and I, it would not have been out of place if she said, no, sir, we're on our periods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Did our- you see the moon? We're all in sync. You know, <laughs> bitches be shopping. <laughs> so, all right. So then at this point, the, the Sam Jackson is going to try to drink the blood because the cops are and the Apache helicopters are all just gone. They retreated. Yeah. Party time. And they didn't have enough budget for fuel. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but they printed a banner that says mission accomplished. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so he's going to drink the blood, but then Sans Serif shoots it <laughs> and breaks the Good jar, point. finally. Um, yeah. And the spirit runs up and shoves a grenade into his stomach, like into a wound or something, I guess. Like literally inside his body, it seemed like. Yeah. It seems like weird. That. Um, and, but Sans and... I guess he's expecting that they'll both get blown up, but then Sans Serif grabs the golden fleece and jumps on top of him. Um, uh-huh. to use it as a shield. Um, uh, then, then Sam Jackson blows up and the day is saved. The, uh, the first time when he gets his arm blown off, there's a, uh, an explosion from that, that, uh, has like eight tendrils, like an octopus. And then when he blows up this time, that, Second explosion also has the eight tendrils of Which smoke. Was a great stylistic choice visually. Right. Yeah, they should clever. have done more with the octopus. Well, I've yeah. I have some I have some unanswered questions about the octopus, but I'm I'm holding those. Um. So all right. Um. Um. Al, you're you're yes. educated. Um. Can you tell us what the uh, powers of the golden fleece were in Greek mythology? Oh gosh. Um. I should have looked that up. Uh, I did. Was it? I did. You did. I was. I. I didn't know if maybe you did. So I was. I was seeing if you. You did. But um. So, um. The golden fleece heals sick people. If someone is sick or injured, you lay it on them and it heals. It does not in any way protect people shield like. Okay. So, I don't know. That's interesting. So it does the same thing as the octopus's serum. I okay. mean, yeah, yeah, make, it heals you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not yeah. like the blood. The blood makes you more powerful mm-hmm. with the healing factor, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like golden Greek tiger balm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, Neosporin, if you will. <laughs> I will. Um, um, so all right. So then, uh, Sans Serif and the Spirit kiss. She realizes that this is the point where she realizes that he's her old boyfriend. <laughs> because he was wearing the little mask, so she didn't know before. She didn't know this childhood. Well, he gave her her locket back. Mm, yeah. Um, and they uh, they exchanged dialogue that they uh, a dialogue that they had uh, when they were children. They repeated. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she. I always thought it would be a hilarious scene in a movie for someone to slowly open a locket and it's like a picture of two Muppets or something. Keep <laughs> <laughs> trucking. <laughs> uh, um, it's the little kitten it says hang in there baby <laughs> yeah exactly it's my locket <laughs> um, so yeah um, the doctor doctor lady gets mad because she sees the spirit and have a Mendez kissing <laughs> um, the commissioner's like don't look I don't want you to see this to her like, <laughs> Um, people say that your life flashes but nobody said you nobody's come back no <laughs> yeah um so then um eva mendez just leaves she just leaves um, she's just gone yeah and uh, the uh, spirit spirit goes up to the doctor and he's like yeah i know i was just making out with her literally 30 seconds ago but really i'm in love with you that's the past baby that's the yeah past. Don't hold it against me. And as he's saying that to her, Morgan Stern walks up and he turns and he's like, hey, how's it going to her? Hey, you. Well, and she repeats what she said the first time we meet Morgan Stern, which is, you bastard. And then she like coyly smiles at him. Yeah. And then we see cats again, too. Again, drive home the point. Yes, exactly. Of all kinds. Yeah. So then Silken Floss finds a moving finger of the octopus and... (laughs) takes it she's she puts it she puts it like in, in her, her bra, bra. <laughs> like, okay what? Or whatever. Oh. Moving. Oh. maybe it's just me but for longer than one second i did not think that was a finger oh, oh okay is that the angle that it is at and it is moving oh, no. it looked like uh because there was a lot of knuckle attached to it oh no it looked yeah. like a penis that was moving across the ground well, like a, Samuel Jackson, like a worm. it had to have been shot in thirds for that to yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i'm not proud of what i thought i saw but, uh, <laughs> yeah. i thought i saw fault. it not your fault. So yeah, she, she puts it in her top. It's still wiggling. It'd be funny. She's like, I'm gonna, I'll just put that in my pocket. Yeah, right? she doesn't put it like in a jar or a box, like in her bra. It's not even yeah. a bag. Then, um, yeah, this, catch up there. This, cell phone. The know. spirit monologues yeah. about the city on top of the building for a while. There's another. There's another inconsistency here, um, where he's holding a cat, and then it cuts to the city, cuts back to him, and the cat's just gone. Oh, because he threw the cat off the building. <laughs> oh, okay. He did. <laughs> and then credits roll and that is the fucking spirit that is the movie <sighs> Merry, <Yeah>. christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas Merry Christmas world 2000 credits, credits roll to Christina Aguilera singing Falling in Love again the entire yeah. the entire credit it went through the whole right. song yeah. wow. uh, not a lot of people worked on this movie <laughs> yeah they didn't skip around it didn't require anything 
Yeah. I mean, it was intentionally green screened. You know, that's no like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it took very little, but somehow, yeah, it cost 60 million. Probably there was just the guy accurate. who used the black Sharpie and the guy who used the red Sharpie and then the person right. with the eraser tool. <laughs> yeah. 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 They have a production designer. He's like, all right, there's a scene at the end with the bad guys and they're really evil. What do you got? Uh, uh, he's looking around the room. He's like, swastikas? Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> red. This motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, I was imitating that gremlin sketch that came through. <laughs> That's going in the movie. That's in the movie. Um, You're like a child, you just strung words together. It was like a mad lib electric gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so all right. Um a few questions. Um why is Sam Jackson called the octopus? Because <laughs> he has well, he has like ink coming from his eyes, but that's squids. Yeah. I'm sure originally in the comics, it was that he was the head. Again, I'll use syndicate because that's, you know, the appropriate word for an evil organization. But um, I imagine that he had his tentacles in every sort of aspect of crime in the city. Okay. I mean, Frank Miller did he nothing does, to help us out there. That, he does say he has eight of everything at one point. Yeah. He does. Oh, eight of everything. And after that, I like Jude and I kept joking. It's got eight toes. <laughs> eight, <laughs> eight, eight, eight penises. Eight cars. <laughs> eight pairs of underwear. Eight of everything. Eight How many yeah. of those goons did we see? We saw more than eight, right? I have no idea. I, I assume we only thought eight, yeah. that would be a subtle detail, but I'm pretty sure that we saw like twelve. He has eight of well, everything. Probably his love hate relationship with eggs. Yeah, because it's twelve of them. Do octopuses hate eggs? Is that an octopus? Thing? I don't. Well, know. Does does this guy hate eggs or love eggs? I think he I loves eggs. Well, no, because he said no. Eggs. He was like no eggs, no eggs. Because well, he says about the organic chicken, I hate those big brown eggs. I hate them. Yeah, thinking about them makes me industrialized farming. Yeah, right. But at the, his first egg line was um, like, <laughs> I don't. It's egg week. <laughs> it's egg week. Yes. Cuckoo, cuckoo, everybody. Sorry, I uh, He said, uh, "There's nothing I like better than kicking your ass all night long." Except maybe eggs. Except maybe eggs. So he loves eggs, but then later on he hate he, he talks about well, all the negative he, aspects he, of eggs. He shoots the goon he because he got egg on his face. Yes. Uh huh. He hate having egg, on, egg face. on his face. He but hates those okay. ugly ass free range chicken eggs. Yeah. Yep. He, he hates the pearly, Indians. The pearly white eggs. He from, hates uh, them like Mr. Okay. T hates coincidences. I have a theory. Maybe there were two I octopuses, heard. and one hated eggs, and one loved eggs. <laughs> maybe there were eight octopuses. He has you eight of everything. Eight, Does that include himself? Fucking. Well, and so, and then, then, the, then Jude asked me the question. So, does, did he get eight of everything after he became the octopus, or did he become the octopus because he had eight of everything? <laughs> and you think I feel like this enough. is a chicken and egg question itself? <laughs> um, You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what year is this? There is a Nokia flip phone, like a keyboard and style. They mentioned the internet. internet. Yes, they mentioned the internet. There's they're using the computers. There's a laptop. Um, yeah, it's which is fine. We've dealt with that before, where they've intermeshed old timey, you know. Yeah, uh, but Frank yeah. Miller didn't didn't have fun with that whatsoever. No. It's like I think even at the mudflats, a cop is on like a, a receiver, and it looks like an old timey radio microphone yeah. and then later on he mentions the internet so it's just like 
yeah. inconsistencies. They they could have been better at at making it look old and modern right. at the same time. I always thought pneumatic is that the word tubes oh, yeah. <laughs> all throughout the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, for so, a weird semi future. Okay, so speaking of the phones, okay, so um, we see the spirit has a cell phone. He has a landline. He has an apartment. <laughs> yeah. The he, octopus is registered with the IRS. So he has to, he pays a phone bill. He has to pay his landlord. Like there's a name on the, uh, the, on the lease. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like Faye Dunaway in Supergirl. Like, yes. she's a, she has an abandoned carnival, but she's paying utilities on it. <laughs> yes. In metropolitan <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Yes. And and so also where does he get money? Is he employed by the police force? Do they pay him? If so, he again his name is on a paycheck and right. the IRS knows it. Yes, it was hard to figure out in what capacity he served the the greater civil. He had handcuffs and then he said he was going to arrest that person after he told us several times he's not a cop. In the comics um uh, the the spirit uh, funded his enterprises uh, with first his inheritance from his father, uh, Denny Colt Sr., um, and then from the rewards from catching criminals. I guess he would just get cash rewards. Bonds. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, but that there was none of that in the film. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like a bounty I'm, hunter. Oh, I know, I know. Um, so... Um, all right. So what's up with like these legendary Greek items that just exist in this world? We don't get like any background on that. We don't find out how they came to be in Central City. Central City's downstream from Greece. The Peloponnesian Greece. uh yeah, uh, yeah. peninsula. Right. So <laughs> Yeah, it's the lost city of Atlantis. That's why it's so muddy. Yeah. And it's called Central City. Is it in the center? <laughs> Of the country is it like it's in the yeah. middle of the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but with you know, the docks, it's like El Centro, California. They just chose to be the middle of the world. Yes, <laughs> such a so much water in El Centro. It could have been the the middle of the coast, the middle of the Atlantic seaboard. Yeah, maybe yeah, you can be in the center of all the things. Yeah, I'm in the center of. Everything in in relation to myself, in relation yeah. to myself, I'm in the center of it. So, um, all right. So, um, if if the spirit can just heal on his own, why does he even need the doctor for sex? Hmm. For boners, yeah, yeah. Like, could you check my boner? Make sure it's still. Don't worry about these boner. wounds up here, baby, and unzips. Yeah. <laughs> she puts a finger on his boner and then looks at her watch for a minute. <laughs> She's like, the chin checks out. He's easy to please. Just, <laughs> he just wants the attention. Taking its pulse. <laughs> um, and so, at, can he just choose to die then? Because when he's when he's injured and he like is like death is like come to me like. So can he just choose to die? Yeah, it's unclear. He seems cursed, but it's also explained that it's somewhat medically induced his immortality. A serum, yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't explain. I mean, he is kind of dressed like a Nazi, and they were famously into the occult. So I assume that it was like uh, <laughs> vampire blood that they injected into <laughs> his penis. 
<laughs> dude, we're threatening the city. I don't we're know. We're threatening castration. Are we going to split hairs here, dude? Yeah. Yeah. We're Nazis. Yeah. yeah. It's it's this whole thing is so weird. It doesn't make any sense. This movie's no, insane no. and terrible. Um, I don't know any. any... I, think, I think Frank Miller had photos of a studio exec on a boat with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> They're just sitting there. And he's like, that's my son. And that's, it's a small world. (laughs) That's the, (laughs) it's like, I'm going to show everyone. (laughs) Uh, um, Any last thoughts, guys? I just want to point out that Samuel L. Jackson at one point hits him with the toilet tank and said, toilets are always funny. One reason, yeah. this is an anecdote, one reason this movie took me so long to get through is I've been repairing a toilet in my sister's room all day yesterday, and it was not funny. There was no humor in it whatsoever. No, I had to replace the seal on a toilet once. That's not funny at all. Even if you were watching me, it wouldn't have been amusing. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Movie I did ruined. drop a wrench on my face at one point. So that oh, been God. Funny. It wasn't big. Oh, we right, got a, I was going to say we got a Samuel Jackson, uh, almost a um, mf'er when he gets blown up. Yeah. Oh yeah, almost says it. That might be one of the funnier bits in this movie. You know, yeah. teasing How us. <clears throat> yeah, that he almost said it on the, on this motherfucking plane. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, there was the scene in the mud flats during the battle where this. Spirit rises up out of the water like Martin Sheen in Apocalypse. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible, man. Oh God! He's got uh, his hat on though. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the hat seems to be important. Yeah, and what uh, his business do? Because he never knows when he'll have a job interview. It's like Thoreau said, he's got to pay some bills. He does. Um, yeah. I don't know. All right, you guys ready to rank it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Where, uh, where are the Phantom and the Shadow? Because, like yeah. you said, it reminds me of that. Oops. Let's see. Shit, uh, where they took something very, very old and ruined it. Let's see. The Phantom and the Shadow. The Shadow is at number 67. <coughs> the Phantom mm-hmm. is. Uh, 64. 64. There they are. They're kind of right there together. I personally think this is worse than either of them. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. too. I think it's worse than Batman and Robin. Absolutely. And it's worse than Spawn. And, to- and Toxic 3. This it's might worse be worse than, than Catwoman. I think it is worse than Catwoman, yeah. personally. It's definitely on the same league. Where yeah. you, you don't really understand the comic book or superhero choices they made. And you don't understand the story choices they made. Quest so, yeah. for Peace? I mean, that's awful. It's, it's this in might that, be better visually than Quest for Peace. It at least so is, it's amongst any of those. Yeah. What through? I was going to say it is more visually interesting than Quest for Peace. Quest for Peace not only was a terrible movie, but it was also like an ugly movie. Right. Yeah. You're right. A lot of standing and talking. Um, like in a quarry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, thoughts, Al? Uh, I could go at... Uh, Number 76 between Catwoman and Quest for Peace. That seems like a reasonable place. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, he's effectively Catwoman or Catman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I'm with Al. I was torn watching this because, like, half the time I was like, this is really fun and funny. And the other half was like, this is 
pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so putting it at that spot, I, I can live with. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's do it then. We'll put it at number 76 out of 80. <laughs> so he liked it as much as a dental checkup. It wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> but it wasn't but the dentist made jokes while he was drilling. Right. <laughs> there were cats in the in the examination room. <laughs> I got hair in my mouth. But you know. Uh all right, so that's it. We are putting a lid on uh, the spirit, which means next week we are going to be watching our 81st movie, The Watchmen. Oh, wow. Hours. hours. That is a long movie, yes, and a lot going on with it. Um, so that's it guys join us next week for the watchmen thank you everybody for uh listening and watching harmless phosphorescence throw smiley is dead i'm josh cc and we may as well hold off and see if old spankowitz's liver explodes am i a crazy man am i a man at all am i even brian lesh i'm alaric weber and i find myself craving eggs <laughs> and that's it guys thank you bye thanks